Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Health Systems here in studio talking with you today. We got a couple good topics today. We've really been kind of feeling spirit-led on what we want to talk to you guys about. And uh, I think the first thing I want to start with this uh, portion of the show is consistency. Um, I think this is a, a commonly used, especially in the fitness industry, because uh, it's a motivational catchword. Um, you know, consistency is key. Uh, consistency and persistence, consistence over X, Y, Z. There's a there's a million ways it's said. Uh, maybe to the point that it's overused, but it really truly is important. Um, in all aspects of life, you know, if you're looking at your fitness aspects of consistency, if you find yourself working out once or twice and then going a few weeks without working out and then working out once or twice, you're not really going to get yourself into a position where you're going to change your body a whole heck of a lot. Um, you'd be better off doing a 15 minute workout five times a week than a uh, 45 minute workout once every two weeks or something like that because you're creating a pattern that shows your body that it needs change you're also creating a pattern of tear down that requires uh, change to be better Uh, the same can be said about your food you know um, as far as consistency goes if you're someone that's you know on your food and you're you're really trying to make a difference in your health um, you're better off and I'm not I'm not telling you to do this but you're better off once a week just absolutely sabotaging yourself and having everything under the sun and then spending six days clean rather than having something that you shouldn't have every day you think you've right deb i mean would you would you agree with that you know you think you've done great 23 hours out of your day i'm gonna go ahead and have my glass of wine or my dark chocolate or my candy bar or whatever it may be it's just one little thing a day right right what do you think is the biggest thing that keeps people from being consistent with exercise with diet 
you know, just with a healthy lifestyle? Like, what do you think shocks people so much and totally throws them off their game? I think this is what actually makes consistency difficult is that there isn't one thing that does it. I mean, anything can do it. Uh, You can be in a phenomenal routine and get sick. Uh, You spend a week in bed you might find that when your routine starts back up and you're going back to work and trying to figure out getting the routine back with taking your kids to their sports events and your spouse has been doing that for you but isn't going to be doing it again, you might not find the same routine or rhythm that you fell out of. You can have it happen because you reach a first-time goal. You can have it happen because you reach what you feel is a plateau. Um, Sometimes it's just boredom. I mean, how many times do we hear people say, ah, I just, you know, got tired of my workout or ah, I'm just kind of tired of what I'm eating, you know? And it's like, you've got to remember that you're, you're doing what you're doing, not necessarily for the excitement of the workout and the excitement of the food, but because of the result you're looking for. I'm not telling you to not enjoy the journey. I'm not telling you to not find a way to eat clean and, and still have it taste good. I'm not telling you to never change your workout and be bored with what you're doing, because I do believe those are recipes for disaster and for failure but what I am saying is don't lose sight of that why and we're going to talk about that a little bit later but we're going to talk about how that's what's going to actually keep you locked in on that but I think for me one huge thing I hear people say about consistency is time you know people always fall back on the fact that well I just can't find time to always be consistent and there are few, uh, but there are there are times out there that I feel that that is actually applicable. But most times it's that we're not making time. You know, I, I can give you an example for myself even today. Um, I usually work out on Mondays at 530. It's a time that's actually even set aside. Well, there's a possibility that the person I work out with isn't going to be in today. And I had already started coming up with other things I could do in that time slot because of a lack of time. Like, well, I can do this. I can put that there. I can get this done. But it's like, no, man, that's when you're going to do your workout. And then on Thursday, if you don't work out Monday, you're going to be saying, man, I wish I'd had the time to get my workout in. But you're already figuring out something else to put in that time slot. Right. You know, so you're breaking your own consistency and you're doing it willingly. Right, right. And I think just just understanding that um, life is going to be, you have to be flexible uh, with each day and under, and, and that includes diet and it includes exercise and understanding that, yes, we all would love to have this preset schedule that we would love to have work exactly the way that we would, you know, that it's supposed to work. And, you know, your 530 is going to show up and then you're going to get your workout in and then you're going to go home and do all these other things. But at the end of the day, sometimes those things don't happen. So what we have to become experts at is being flexible and learning how to pivot you know what is that next step what can I do in this direction what can I do in that direction when these circumstances come up as well as what are my plan what is my plan B and what is my plan C so when I work with a client um, on their nutrition we go through a six-month program we have a plan for that first three weeks and that first three weeks is going to be a lot you know a lot more difficult I would say and, and much different than maybe what the rest of it would be but even during that three weeks I ask questions like do you need to leave town in the next three weeks do you have this type of circumstance or that type of circumstance coming up okay great well in that case let's 
understand that we would go to plan B and we would go to plan C if those circumstances would happen. So if you find yourself late uh, and you're not going to be able to get a meal in, have this in your briefcase, have this in your glove compartment. You know, if you find yourself in a circumstance to where one of the kids' uh, games or the team's going later than it should or your meeting went later than it should, Here's where you can drive through a drive-through. Here's a place that you can order a DoorDash. Here's a place that you know you can do the curbside pickup. Like there is a food situation. And what I like, I really like what you said earlier. And I say this to people all the time, especially my new mamas that just you know just had babies and they're finally released to exercise, but yet now their whole schedule is different and they just uh, they don't know when they can wake up and they don't know when they can do things and like you said earlier i just say okay then get up and walk for 10 minutes and they'll i've had so many people say and and not just new mamas but say well 10 minutes is that even really going to be worth it (laughs) and and i'll say absolutely if you can do 10 minutes 10 minutes is better than no minutes so get up and do the 10 minutes and do it to the best of your ability and i can a hundred percent assure you that after you do those 10 minutes you will feel so much better and so happy that you did it but then there's mindset training so you have to be consistent with your mindset as well you can either say well i slacked off today and only got 10 minutes i'm not doing as good as i used to do i used to be able to do an hour every day you know i used to always be able to get this meal and this meal in but now i have to go through a drive-through and now i have to you know just eat things out of my briefcase Well, at the end of the day, if those items are still clean and at the end of the day, you're still getting that 10 minutes in and maybe you're able to do it at lunchtime and maybe you're able to do it after dinner as well, then we're still working towards the same direction of a healthy lifestyle. And I think sometimes the reason why people break that pattern of consistency is because they get locked into this idea that it has to be a certain way. Yeah, I think that people look for that rigid style because there's safety in it and there's less work in it you know someone that gets up at uh, 3 a.m every morning and they hit the gym at 4 and they're at work by 5 30 and they work from 6 until 4 p.m and then at 4 p.m they go to the gym and they do their cardio and at 4 30 they leave and they go home at 5 and by 5 30 they're having dinner and then they go to bed at 8 o'clock like that sounds like a that lot sounds amazing because it is a lot but <laughs> what that, you just said life. makes sense this is the thing this is where people get confused they're like you know, oh, well, that's, that's a lot, but that's actually easy. You know, like when, when your schedule can be the same every day and it's uninterrupted, that's easy. Where consistency comes into play is understanding that it's not going to be that easy. And sometimes it's going to, it's going to require a restart. Consistence and persistence run hand in hand with each other. When you fall or you falter or you fall off, or you've gone from being the one hour able to work out a day to eight minute workout a day person, you have to understand a couple things. One is that, yes, something is better than nothing there's validity in that but the second thing is you don't you don't just start right back where you left off you've got to drive a wedge in and sometimes that 10 minute workout is just a catalyst to create the change to allow your consistency to return 
right and i think it's consistency in the keys you know find the key items to focus on and the and what you're being consistent with is continually focusing on that so i want to nourish my body i will not eat poisonous ingredients okay don't be hard on yourself if you didn't make your exact shake or you didn't make your exact this or your exact that don't be hard on yourself if you didn't get that exact workout in the key is i want to nourish my body i want to move my body and i want to develop and improve my spirit let's stay consistent with those three angles and we'll fill in the gaps along the way and that's what we do at integrity training systems we teach you how to fill in the gaps and we give you we give you some grace when life doesn't go as planned and things are not always as expected and that's what we coach you and teach you through our six-month nutrition program for more information give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris in studio, Integrity Health Systems here today. We were just talking about consistency and food exercise, and I want to get a little bit into spirit as we talk a little bit more about your why. I mentioned that in the last segment about um, paying attention to your why, and I think it's important everything you do in life should have a why behind it. Uh, you know, if you think about why you get up and go to work every day, sometimes the why is as simple as if I don't go to work, I don't have money. If I don't have money, I don't feed my family. It's actually a pretty strong why, but it's a simple one, right? You know, it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, your why is actually what's going to cause you to be successful or not. Because if you have a strong why, you're going to be willing to work hard. You're going to fight through adversity. You're going to push through the hills. You're going to take on anything that gets thrown in front of you. If, if your why is weak, if you don't know why you're doing something, not only are you going to struggle to accomplish the task at hand, but you're also going to be bitter about it. And I find this with people. You'll find people that they go to work every day and all they can do is complain about it all they can do they'll be on a nutrition program and they'll be trying to lose weight and they know they've got to get the pounds off because the doctor told them that if they don't they're going to die and they're crabby about it they they, they just want their food you know uh they'll be working out and the entire time they're working out it's so hard and i don't want to do this anymore you know if you're finding people complaining about things more likely than not they don't want to do it and then on top of not wanting to do it the reason they're doing it is not very sound and so if you as a person find yourself complaining about what you're doing i challenge you to take a look inside and ask yourself why you're doing it you know and i i heard a motivational speaker say it one time and i wish i could give him credit don't know where it originated but they said that the the best thing to do for work is to find something you love and figure out how to monetize it and this is just an example of how you have a strong why if you're doing something because you love it and you can make money off of it you're probably going to show up to work if you're only going to work to provide for your family and you've kind of made enough money you probably aren't going to feel like going you know and then when it, when you talk about the physical aspects you know the workouts like 
uh, a slump that I've gone through after having health issues and things that took me out of the gym when I need to get back is, you know, when I can't do the one hour workouts and I'm more on the lower end of like a 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute workout trying to build back up is even though I'm unhappy with my body and how weak I may feel and the things that are going on, it's like, I'm, I'm getting by, I'm making it. So I don't give myself a strong enough why. You know, so sometimes you need a strong why, or sometimes the why is actually there, but you're also not even paying attention to it. I always try to look at it as a as needing requiring vision. Uh, so you need to put your vision goggles on uh, in life, and then a mission. And why are you so? Your mission is basically why are you serving that vision each and every day? And so when I think about the vision for all people, when when we have when we decided to create integrity training systems, um, I basically had been personal training and doing nutrition already for 15 years at the time, and then decided that I wanted to have multiple locations and to be able to train trainers and staff trainers and teach them and coach them on how to be amazing personal trainers and then also provide nutrition counseling as well and one of the things that i've always done at integrity also at sophie's protein bakery as well as the work the workers that work out of our house is i have started them and hired them and interviewed them based off of a godly vision okay so god's given what I feel like a mighty call for for my personal life and he's given it to me over 20 years ago and that's truly to help people and to heal people through nutrition and through exercise and so when I meet with someone they can be working as an admin uh, they could be working as an operations person uh, they could be working as a personal trainer uh, they could be working to facilitate a social media media or to handle advertising every single person I meet with I share that call that I have on my life given strictly in my opinion from God I wouldn't have been able to come up with it myself right and that's what I guess uh, I was able to hook hook uh john with was the call i don't think it was me you know it was, your, it was he, actually your bicep because he definitely could have you know it probably done better than me but, no you know, no but I, I, mean, I but i definitely um, hooked him on you that know what's interesting you know? about that is i felt that and it, and it's something that it, it becomes a why like your why which i feel is also god's calling on my life and it has become our why um there is power in that that's exactly what i'm telling you once you discover what your purpose is there isn't a stronger why. Right. And as long as you don't fight that, you're going to find success in it because you're going to plow through all of the obstacles that are put in front of you. And to reach back to the first segment talking about consistency, that's one thing that I wanted to mention is like spiritual consistency. Like if, if you aren't continually chasing your spiritual why, like, okay, God, what is the call of my life? What is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? And you're just chasing little short-term goals. Don't get me wrong. Short-term goals are great, but are they actually leading you towards your long-term goal? You know, you may find yourself spinning wheels, running like a hamster. You know, you're stuck in this proverbial state of running in a circle because you're like, I, I mean, I, I got this. I 
accomplish that, I accomplish this, I accomplish that, but I feel like I haven't accomplished anything because you're not actually going towards your why, your purpose. Right, and then I, I think it's it's a matter of just really making sure that that why that you have truly lines up with the Word of God and right. lines up with the vision that God has for your life. And so with, with, those, you know, with those employees, and for an example, what I do is I truly share the vision and I help them to understand that no matter what your role is with integrity, you are helping us to accomplish this vision. Correct. So your actions in social media, your actions in cleaning our bathrooms, your actions in organizing our storage closet, your actions in personal training, your actions in every aspect of what you do for integrity is actually helping us to fulfill the call and purpose. Okay, so that's the vision. If you give a person a vision, no matter what position they're in, they recognize that they're serving something bigger than themselves and getting a paycheck and supplying for their family they're they're actually serving god in what they do okay and 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 this this is to believers and non-believers because i think that even non-believers that have worked for us over the years truly felt the blessing that came off of uh the fulfillment that comes from actually seeking out and working towards a vision yeah something so, bigger than you are exactly I mean, you watch you watch the effect of that like it doesn't matter if you're at the gym cleaning the gym when you watch someone come in there that has lost 90 pounds and now walks without a walker you facilitated the place that facilitated that change every person in the place facilitates it and makes it possible so i guess my question for you is what is your vision and so the first thing i think a person needs to do is they need to really spend time thinking and praying and in gaining uh you know insight and wisdom on what that vision really is now let's start setting up some goals and so when i meet with someone one-on-one that is what we're trying to address what how do you see yourself well how do you what what do you need do what do you think needs to change to be well let's sit down and address that then let's create goals from that for more information on that six-month nutrition program with myself please give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com everybody john and debbie morris with integrity health systems here in studio today we're talking a lot about vision we're talking about mind body spirit and just kind of keeping yourself consistent in all that you do what your why is being strong making sure you're standing on the foundation of living the life that god has called you to live and right before we went to break um we were talking about the why and i think something that's important to to further expand on is when you're actually in your why when you're actually in your call like you are going to run into adversity like it's it's going to happen there's going to be adversity almost more so than if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing i would say that's how you will know you know that's how you know you're doing it right exactly yes you know like wait wait this is too hard like am i 
I running into the friction? Is Are we for sure this is what I'm supposed to do? Well, let me just put it into a physical term for you, okay? If it hurts to push the bench press up, you're getting stronger. You know, the, the whole point is uh, time under tension is what creates change. Doesn't matter if it's physical, doesn't matter if it's spiritual, doesn't matter if it's mental or emotional. The tension that is on you is going to either break you or make you stronger. And so what you have to do is you have to train into the tension That'll to preach. ensure that you make yourself stronger. That's a good. You so, know, and something that I want you to think about is when you're in a position, okay, where you're trying to figure out like am I doing the right thing? You have to think about that long-term vision, that long-term goal. And I'll give you an example. I have a friend of mine who um, he wants to be a big dude. Like, it's just what he wants. He wants to be a big guy. Like, he wants to be strong. He wants to have big muscles. You know, he's in phenomenal shape. He just wants to be bigger. But he also enjoys doing uh, bodybuilding shows. And, And bodybuilding shows require you to get to an extremely low body fat uh you're not very strong there um relatively compared to the rest of your year you know there's a lot that goes into a cut to put you on a stage and that cut can be anywhere depending upon how you walk around from a few weeks up to 12. now we are very healthy with the way we work with our bodybuilders and uh we we ask them to to be more in a place where they have a non-dangerous cut so let's just say it's 12 weeks for the sake of the story. Um, a 12-week cut, okay, is 12 weeks lost towards his long-term goal of being a bigger guy. And then you also have to account for the fact that he's then going to look at probably close to eight weeks to get back to where he was from the 12-week cut. So that's 20 weeks away from his long-term goal of being big to have a short-term goal of stepping on a stage. Is the short-term why worth it? And so what I challenge you to do is when you're thinking about what your vision for your life is, when you're thinking about God's call in your life and you're heading that way and something shiny or fun or exciting pops up or something that seems like it might be a good time, really pray on that and just find out, like, look for discernment. Is this something I should be pressing into? Because you might be setting yourself back a lot further than you think you are. You know, think about what I just said. 12 weeks plus eight. It's not like a 12 week sidetrack. We have to come back, you know? And so if you're, if you're on mission and you're doing something and you decide to take a hiatus or take a break from your why, how long is it going to take you to get back? Are you prepared to re-implement the discipline to do so? Well, I think when you're, when you're truly trying to serve a vision, again, you may be supporting someone else's vision. Maybe that is your job. You're supporting your employer's, you know, vision, uh, you know, or then it comes into your uh, personal life and you're trying to support your own personal vision that you feel like God's given you. Again, you go back to those main that main creed. Is it nourishing your body? Is it getting quality movement? And is it feeding your spirit? That, that's, that's sort of your primary vision, right, for your life. Now, what what is the path that you have to take to do those things? So to nourish my body, I may need to meet with someone. I may need to get a plan in place. 
you know, to move, I may need to, I may need to schedule workouts. I may need to set aside small amounts of time and to feed my spirit. I may need to go to church on Sundays. I may need to listen to my pastor's messages each day. You know, I, how, how can I get the word in? It's not making excuses. I'm too busy. I have kids. I, 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 I don't have breaks. You know, I can't do this. I don't feel good. It's not making excuses. It's, it's creating solutions and those solutions become sort of part of the mission. It's the path that gets you to that vision. And what I have found, and I'm, I'm just going to, you know, like I'll propose this question and then answer it because it just sounds like a fun thing to do. Wait, you're going to um, answer your own question? Right. Well, it, it, the question is, why do people fail, okay, the most at truly like grabbing a hold of the vision that they once had and, 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 then, and then they may have even achieved it and accomplished it and then it just flies right past them and then suddenly they're right back on the path of destruction. Like why does that happen so often to where someone loses 100 pounds and the next thing you know they put back on 40 and then you know someone gets off blood pressure medication and diabetes medication and then all of a sudden they're right back on insulin you know a year later it's like why does that happen so often or so frequently and i i feel like the other day i was i was listening to the sermons and something just came to me um they were talking about agape love and the type of love that god has for us right and and something just came to my mind and it was like it's like selfless love you know god isn't concerned with himself okay he just he literally showers us with this amazing love that most of us don't even really know how to give back in return and so in my opinion personally i think the biggest reason why people end up failing and going back is because we get so self-focused and we self-sabotage ourselves so there's a lot of self there but so yeah. this comes up and that comes Selfish. up and this comes up and before we know it we think because this is so bad and that is so bad and my life is just not going the way it should and i have this problem and i have that problem i'm gonna eat donuts i'm gonna eat cake right. i need to drink wine i need to go out with my friends i need to have bad food because all of this stuff is happening to me I mean, I get it. I, I truly, truly understand. I've had so many things happen to me. But at the end of the day, that to me feels like such a, a time when I talk with people and I say, what was the turning point? What made you right. decide to go that direction or go that direction? Right. And it was always that circumstance. They just had this moment where they just said, I just don't, I can't take this moment. They had not been feeding their spirit. Okay, they had been feeding feeding the wrong. Okay, they were, they were feeding their flesh, and then they went ahead and they yielded to things. They yielded to temptation, and they yielded to it too many times, and they got stuck. And physiologically, their body got stuck too because it was just the wrong poisonous ingredients. Well, it's work. You know, what happens is what you're describing takes work. So when everything's great, when the grass is green, when the sun is shining, when you're only working eight hours a day, when when the stars align, the work required to eat clean, get your exercise in, read your Bible, have good faith, it's easy. And so what happens is when cataclysms occur, like you spill your coffee in the morning, you drop your keys under your seat, these things start to compile throughout your day and your day starts to become a quote unquote 
bad day or I didn't sleep last night, I've got a sick kid, you know, the things that compound that give us all, we all have these days, a bad day, the work that we were able to do on the good day becomes too much. And so what happens is people hit this place where they're willing to give that up because if we're honest with ourselves, most human beings inherently are okay with working a little less. You know, not doing that 10th rep because nine's probably enough. Stopping at the nine tenths of a mile because we got that in. You know, having the one candy bar because I ate clean the rest of the day. You know, I worked really hard today, so I'm not gonna take that last ticket at work that came in. You know, most humans, we we have that capacity in us. Now, not all of us. Some some people have that 100% drive and they get up after 30 minutes of sleep and get it done. You know, but most people have that inside of them. And, and it's not a lack of willingness to work or laziness. It's that this overload effect comes in. And so when things aren't perfect, taking it all the way back to what we were talking about in the first segment, when we aren't in that little regimented setup, it becomes easy to want to give in to eating something that they shouldn't eat or want to give in to not working out because at the end of the day, without a strong why, that's actually what they want. They want that bad food. They want to not have to have the workout. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just being honest. If I could get away with eating pizza every day and it didn't make me sick and it didn't make me unwell, I would eat pizza every day because I like pizza. Okay. What makes me not do that is knowing that it does make me sick, knowing that I am unwell because of it. And so I have to press into that why, because then if I'm sick and unwell, I can't do what my call is, which is to help other people. And that's what keeps me going. But the reality is, of course, I want that. So if I have a really bad day and I come home at the end of the night and I realize I don't have any food, how easy is it to let myself have what my flesh wants? And so I think when you talked about at the beginning of this segment and you, you posed the question, why do people lose 100 pounds and gain 40 back? I think that's what it is. I think there's a sense of accomplishment and we almost let our guards down. Like we don't have to put the same amount of work in anymore. And then when we start thinking that way, it becomes really easy when that overload effect happens to let ourselves slip on those things that are important. Well, and I think it, it's just you've you've lost sight of your vision. Correct. So maybe you've accomplished something already, and so maybe you feel like your vision is changing. But at the end of the day, I truly think we we tend to become a little bit too self-focused um, and, and we need to become a little bit more selfless. So if we could go into our day focusing on complimenting others, um, focusing on finding all things in our life and in our day that we could be grateful for instead of all things in our life and in our day that we are concerned about, that we are upset about, uh, that we feel like is going downhill. We're going to change our perspective and we're going to change the way we get through our day. And it's ultimately going to impact the way we make decisions as we make it through our day. So really that's a lot of what I do when I meet with people. I just reframe things for right. them. So they come in and they tell me, well, this is happening and that is happening and this is happening. That's why I couldn't eat 
eat good food. And I say, because this is happening and that is happening and that is happening, here's why I actually really truly need you to eat good food. Because the food is going to nourish you, it's going to calm your hormones, it's going to balance your brain, and it's going to ignite you to make different decisions, better decisions, whenever those circumstances occur next time. And so I'm just setting up an, a, a different way for them to right. look at what they need to I, do. I'm also reframing uh, basically how they feel or view or see the situation. So I just try to look back and say, okay, I understand that that's happening. And I know that that, that is probably very challenging for you, but have you considered just looking at it this way or looking at it that way? And it's just a more positive perspective. And before we go to break here, that's one thing I want to just piggyback on the back of what you just said to, to give to people is the worst time to let your exercise or your food fail is when you are mentally or spiritually spiraling. When one of your other conditions or situations is out of alignment, that's when exactly you should tighten the other tent posts. Yes. Get your food right, get your exercise right, lock all of that down, get in the Bible, and then get your mind right. Because if your mind being off allows you to let the rest of that stuff to go reeling, it's gonna be real hard to get the train back on the tracks. Exactly, and that's what we can help you do. Let us help you uh, strengthen your tent posts. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Health Systems in our final segment here today. Had a lot of good topics. Hope you've been able to tune in. Uh, if you haven't, we were talking about tightening some tent posts, and uh, we've been talking about standing firm on your why, being consistent in what you do in life, fighting through adversity. And I think all of that in totality leads me to wanting to end this last segment talking about... Um, getting better just being allowing yourself to grow allowing yourself to improve being willing to accept uh, assistance in that you know if you find yourself in a position whether it be what you do for a living your line of work um, working out uh, where you think you know everything you're probably at a position where you're going to know nothing else for the rest of your time in that in that realm you know if you're not willing to grow if you're not willing to listen if you're not willing to have a positive communication or a back and forth it's going to be really hard for you to get better and I'm not just talking about talking to other people. I mean, yes, I am talking about if you don't know what you need to know about food, if you don't know what you need to know about exercise, you can hire us, you can hire someone else for sure. But we talked a lot about seeing the vision and the call that God has on your life. And you have to be willing to listen to that as well. And I think, Deb, we were talking about, you know, just being in the desert, being in the wilderness. Like there's times where you're going to feel like you're being so challenged that you're like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, am I really in the right place? Because it's starting to kind of feel like nothing is lining up and going the way I, I think it's supposed to. I shared this with our staff the other day, but I was been listening to this. Uh, it's happened to run across it on Amazon. I've been listening to Joyce Meyer. She had like these 15 minute segments and she was going over one in Galatians and she was talking about, you know, being in a dry spot, you know, and, and, and basically feeling 
feeling alone, um, but yet still remaining connected to the Lord through the process. And I can tell you, you know, over, you know, my career, um, I have by all means had plenty of plenty, plenty of time in the wilderness on my own, uh, seeking God, trying to trust him for every next decision that I that I had to make. But the one thing that I didn't do in that was succumb to temptation in every area of my life. I always remained focused at, at, at best at exactly what it was going to take to keep my head above water, trusting and knowing that God was guiding me through every step that I was taking. If I started to sabotage myself with the wrong food and the wrong drink and the wrong messages, I would never of the desert, you know, spot that I was in. And one thing I can say is that when I felt my most alone in my lifetime is when I felt the most connected to God, because at that point, it was truly all that I had. He was truly all that I felt that I could lean on. And one thing that Joyce said in this message was that John the Baptist trained 30 years 30 years he trained for a three-year ministry and jesus trained 30 years for a one-year ministry and she and so you know she kind of has like her her tone is kind of funny sometimes in her messages but but she said kind of in a smart alecky way and and you're complaining because things have been challenging for you for a year right you know like you're complaining because they've been challenging for a year and these guys trained for 30 years to be able to have a successful ministry for third for three years or for one year but those three years and that one year literally changed everything for for everyone and so in my mind, all, all I'm trying to say is, is in those low spots, you still have to have that focus and that vision on where your priorities need to be. And no matter how low things have gotten for me, my number one priority is my faith and my focus on God, because he is my only way out right. of that desert. He is the only way out. So if I lose focus on him and I start going into all these worldly temptations, I will never get out of that dry spell. And if I start going into the worldly temptations and start succumbing to all the temptation of the food, of the drink, of all the different, you know, all the different lifestyles, then I know for sure I'm not going to come out because I'm never going to have the clear mind that I need to have to be able to be drawn out and to really hear from God to know what that next step needs to be for my life. My nourishment, matters. What I feed myself matters. It's what gives me the clarity and the strength to be able to hear from God, even when I am feeling completely alone and I I don't have any idea what my next move is going to be. I will get my food in. If I can't get good food in, I will fast. I just won't eat because I would rather fast and 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 just truly stay focused on God, get enough water in, then I would then then to bring poisonous ingredients in my body because that the enemy is all over that. He is all over that. It is an attack from him. He comes in with those deceptive drinks, with those deceptive candies, with those deceptive cakes, with those ingredients that look like they're healthy but they're really not and 
he creates a scenario to where you will right. be so bogged down and so well, fogged up that you'll never hear from God. It's, it's no difference than the temptation for Jesus, right? I mean, he even showed up in his desert. Right. Like, hey, man, uh, you know, you seem like you're probably pretty hungry and probably pretty thirsty. Why don't right. you just uh, convert some of this stuff into food and water and go ahead and have some? Right. right? I mean, if he's going to tempt Jesus, like he sure as heck going to tempt you. Right. And so if you find yourself hungry in a position without food, not prepared, you didn't discipline, you didn't take the time to get it right, that's not the moment to say, well, that's just one time. Because one times happen all the time. Right. And one of my favorite statements is, you sweat more in training, so you bleed less in battle. I was a cage fighter, okay? And when you sent that text message about Joyce Meyer the other day, this is immediately what came to my mind, is I am currently training a fighter right now for a fight that's coming up, and this last uh, Thursday night when he was training with me, at one point he was laying on the ground and he was heaving. Now, he didn't puke, but he came close. And he was heaving. And I made him get up. I was like, get up. You know, where it go. It's time to fight. Like, it ain't over yet. The bell hasn't rung. Like, you, you've still got 15 seconds left. You're going to lay down and curl up and heave while he's swinging on you for the last 15 seconds? The reason I'm telling you this is I am going to sweat him so hard during his training that when the moment comes that he's in that ring, Okay, when he's in that moment, that fight, he's going to think, wow, this is actually really easy. Now, the fighter might be better than him. I don't know. I don't know what direction his match is going to go. But I'm going to tell you right now, his training, as far as fitness goes, isn't going to let him down. And the reason I'm mentioning that is you said someone trains 30 years for a three-year ministry. Okay? Sometimes you've got to be willing to take yourself to that brink of exhaustion, to that pain, to that suffering, to that willingness to sacrifice things that you don't need for your mission for your spirit and those moments where you could give up so that when the moment that is going to actually define your life shows up when that's there when it's on the doorstep when it's time to ready for it because what happens is people miss these moments all day long because in the calm and the quiet and the desert and the the moments that they should be training they're not they're not staying strong. They're not staying true. You know, they're eating something because it's ah, it's just a random Saturday. You know, I'll get back on it Monday. Quit waiting to get back on it. This is where persistence becomes key. It's 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 even more important in my book than consistency because if you're persistent, the consistency is just going to happen. You keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying, and not the next day, not the next week, not the next month, not the next year, but the next moment. You know, and if that's if that's your mindset, you're going to be unstoppable in everything. Thing you choose to do in life. In the deepest, darkest uh, deserts of my life, uh, the only thing that, that kept me wanting to wake up the next day was the possibility of what God could do through my life. Right. So the the refusing to give up was because I remained centered and grounded on his word and his desire for my life. And at the end of the day, that's truly what your focus needs to be. You've got to find your hope and you have to remain anchored to it. And there is hope and health. So you do have to find your path to health yes and that will help you to remain i i would say hopeful 
and it will also take the quit out of you because you'll have something to reach for every day and something to chase after but also you have to remain focused on your faith and you have to stay in faith because when you truly are serving faith you're serving something bigger than yourself and something bigger than your own problems you rise above those problems and you remain above them and you stay so focused on God and what he would have you to do that day that you're just not focusing on all those problems that you want to complain about that you want to overeat because of and that you want to skip your exercise yeah, because slopping of. around in the mud and complaining is going to keep you dirty all day long right exactly so stay focused on what's important and in my opinion it's the lord and if we can help reframe things for you if we can help direct you if we can help guide you to know exactly what to eat how to nourish how to move your body please give us a call we have a six-month nutrition program and we can also offer you one-on-one personal training just give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com thank you so much for listening today and god bless you is Debbie. I'm a mom, nutrition coach, and my husband and I own a gym. I'm also a baker. I bake healthy cookies, brownies, and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar. And yes, they are gluten-free and dairy-free. Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today.